Welcome to the Journey Home Podcast. Life is full of twists and turns, and sometimes we get stuck or lost along the way. Our desire is to be a friend and resource to anyone who needs a little wisdom, advice, or encouragement on their journey. But most of all, we want you to know you're not alone. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to the Journey Home Podcast, and today I am continuing in my series, um, Advice to My Younger Self, and the advice I want to share today, um, this is part six in our series, and uh, the advice I want to share today is this, to obey is better than sacrifice. To obey is better than sacrifice, and if that sounds familiar, it comes um, directly from the Bible. It's something that the prophet Samuel says to King Saul. And uh, this story is recorded in 1 Samuel chapter 15. Um, So in this story, um, the Lord speaks to Saul through the prophet Samuel, and he commands him uh, to basically execute his judgment upon this people group called the Amalekites. And, um, you know, it gets pretty dark here, but the instructions are to basically to destroy the entire people Um, don't spare anyone, man, woman, even infants, um, and even the animals, you know, God is, is clear that Saul is not to spare anyone. And so, um, you know, Saul goes ahead and he executes this command ish, right? Um, he, you know, he does, he doesn't a hundred percent obey it. And he leaves the king of the Amalekites alive. He leaves the what the Bible says the best of the some of the animals alive, um, and then they they do destroy everything else. And so, um, you know, in his mind, he, um, you know, he's obeying God's word. But um, as we'll see in a minute, you know, in the Lord's view, uh, Saul did not obey. Um, what the Lord had commanded him to do. And we don't know exactly the reason, um, but uh, at least in my translation, I think it, it hints at it a little bit. You know, I think that they were happy to destroy the things that they perceived as not having a lot of value or, you know, undesirable. But, um, you know, the king they wanted to spare, you know, some some say that, you know, in those times, you know, in these in these wars between nations, you know, they would leave the other king alive as kind of like a trophy, you know, of of uh, their victory, right? Um, you know, and, and it was part of the Hebrew worship that, you know, again, the Lord commanded um, that they sacrifice the best of the animals. And so, you know, possibly in Saul's mind, he's thinking, you know, I know the Lord told me to destroy everything, even all the animals, but, you know, he also is pleased, you know, when we sacrifice you know, we're, you know, the best of our, of our flocks to him, you know, as, as an act of worship. And so maybe in his mind, he's thinking, you know, I know the Lord said that, but he couldn't possibly have meant that. And so, you know, maybe he's saving these animals to worship. So again, I'm not even accusing uh, Saul of all these evil intentions. I think in his mind, you know, he has a good reason, you know, for, for the decisions that he made. Um, but then, you know, as the story continues, you know, Samuel shows up and, you know, the the Bible tells us that Saul comes up to Samuel and, you know, he says, I have 
carried out the Lord's instructions, right? This is verse 13. He greets Samuel and he says, may the Lord bless you. I have carried out the Lord's instructions. So I don't know if he like, I guess there's a couple of possibilities. One is he genuinely believes that he has obeyed the Lord, even though he hasn't fully, right? Maybe 90%, 95% even, but he hasn't fully obeyed what the Lord commanded him to do. So maybe he genuinely has, you know, convinced himself or he knows <laughs> that he hasn't fully obeyed, but maybe he's just thinking, oh, but, you know, the Lord is, the Lord's going to understand, right? <laughs> like, um, you know, I don't, and, you know, the Bible doesn't tell us exactly what his thinking is in that moment, but it's clear that, you know, he has not fully obeyed, but, you know, when he, at least in his words to Samuel, he believes he's obeyed uh, the Lord's instructions, but then Samuel confronts him, obviously, and he says, um, then what is, you know, what's with all these animals that are here? You know, that wasn't the command, you know, and Saul offers his explanation, but the bottom line you know, is this, and Samuel just stops him in his tracks and he says, you know, basically that he has not obeyed the Lord and because of that, he is now, um, you know, the Lord has basically rejected Saul now as the king of Israel um, and he's going to give his kingdom to another, you know. Um, and this is where Samuel, you know, brings that phrase that I started with, um, in verse 22, it says, Then Samuel said, Does the Lord take pleasure in burnt offerings mm -hmm. and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? Look, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to pay attention is better than the fat of rams. So what he is saying to Saul is that what the Lord is looking for, it's not sacrifice, it's obedience. Right? So even though Saul can kind of try to justify it in his mind that, oh, but I, I save these so that I can sacrifice them to the Lord, um, which again, in most circumstances was an appropriate response. But in this particular situation, that was not what the Lord had asked him or commanded him, I would say, to do. And so even though it would have been you know, a sacrifice and a sacrificial act, it was not pleasing to the Lord in this instance because it wasn't obe obedience to what he had commanded Saul to do. And so to be sure, you know, as we live our lives and as we seek to obey God, like that is going to involve a level of sacrifice, a measure of sacrifice, right? Um, our walk with God, our obedience to God, you know, will be costly at times, you know, and uh, some of us, you know, at some point may be called upon to make the ultimate sacrifice, which is to lay our lives down for the sake of the gospel, you know, to be martyrs for the gospel. That is something that, you know, has happened throughout history, and I believe it will, it's continuing to happen today all over the, the globe. You know, people are literally laying their lives down because, they are followers of Christ, you know, and, um, you know, and I think more will be asked to make that sacrifice before, before the end comes, before the end of this age, you know, but, um, but just because, you know, it's true that obeying God will involve a level of sacrifice, that doesn't mean that every sacrifice is of God or is equals obedience to God, right? Right. 
I can sacrifice. I can just, you know, come up with some random act that is super sacrificial. But if God hasn't commanded me to do that, if God hasn't asked me to do that, then that's not obedience, right? And it may actually not be pleasing to the Lord. Um, I think we have to be careful because um, what can happen is we can develop this kind of like a subconscious theological assumption, right? That obedience equals whatever requires the most sacrifice or whatever's the hardest thing, you know, or whatever's the most difficult thing. Surely that is the will of God for my life, right? And I've totally met people like that. I'm sure you have too, where it's like they just assume that whatever the will of God is for their life, it has to be the hardest path or the most costly path or the most sacrificial path. Now, again, there will be times when that's true, but it's not automatically the same thing, if that makes sense, right? I think, the, I think you know, at times the reverse can also be true too. Sometimes there's there can be this theology of ease, right? Or that God's will is always going to be easy. And I think that's also a, a mistake. I think that's also... Um, just false honestly it's just not true now i'm not saying the will of god is never easy there might be sometimes when it is you know or or relatively easy right but that doesn't mean that that's not the same as saying unless it's easy it's not god right hopefully that makes sense right and so we have to be careful on either side we can kind of make these assumptions but you know that's not true you know when i look back at my journey um, you know, for sure, there were times where obedience to the Lord, um, it was costly, you know, it was costly, but it was, that's not the same thing as us just choosing some random sacrificial action and just saying, let's do that because surely that must be the will of God, right? Like, uh, many of you know, we, me and my family lived overseas at a time and in the Middle East, and we went during a time where, there was a lot of terrorist activity. Um, our safety was by no means guaranteed. And and I'm not saying that to be dramatic, like the streets that we lived on, um, you know, that we walked on frequently, you know, some of those very streets um, were places where, you know, bombs went off, you know, and fortunately we weren't there at those times, but um, we easily could have been, you know, and so I, I don't think I'm being dramatic to say that, you know, our safety was um, was not guaranteed, you know. Um, and so that was costly to us, you know, um, you know, there was a lot that we had to surrender to the Lord and walk through. And and at the same time, it was very it was just an amazing time, too. So I don't want you to feel sorry for us. Honestly, you know, we I wouldn't trade it for anything. Um but for sure, it was costly, and um, but again, we were we were happy to to offer that as a sacrifice to the Lord um, because we knew that was what He was asking us to do. Again, it wasn't just some random, you know, let's just choose the hardest thing we can think of to do and let's go do that. Right? It was you know because we wanted to obey what God had. Um, asked us to do in in a given season, um, we we surrendered to it and we we embraced uh, the costliness of it, the sacrifice of it. Um, so there have been times like that in my life, but I will say there have been other times where 
obedience to the Lord, you know, probably didn't look as costly to, you know, to an outside observer, right? Maybe it may have looked even easy. doesn't mean it was easy, but I'm just saying it didn't appear, appear uh, blatantly or overtly costly, right? Um, you know, even right now, uh, me and our family, we're kind of in a season where, you know, we're continuing to do ministry, but it's very um, scaled back. And it's because I think we really feel like that's what the Lord has given us in this season of our lives. Um, and, you know, again, it doesn't mean we're doing nothing, but it's very, very um, uh, scaled down. It's very slow paced. Um, and I, I think it's right for this season. And and I think it is what the Lord has asked of us and called us to do in this season. Um, and we're doing it out of obedience to him. And, you know, in some sense, it is it has been easy in the sense that it's not been super busy. Um, but that doesn't mean it's not costly, right? Actually, it, it, it initially went against some of our instincts because some of our, you know, initial responses were like, no, 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 we got to, we got to plow right now. We got to build. And just time and time again, we felt the Lord just bringing us back to, no, no, this is a season to draw back a little bit, you know, um, to kind of re-envision, to kind of refresh, you know, to heal and, and other things, to learn, to study, you know, like, and so as, you know, try as hard as we might to, to just plow, 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 you know, you know, eventually we we began to recognize what the Lord was asking of us and began to agree with it and, and partner with it and surrender to it. And so in that sense, it's been an easier season, but but costly at the same time, if that makes sense. And so um, and so my point in all this is that the point is that we obey God, right? And that's Samuel's point to Saul. The point is not whether it's easy or hard, right? It the or costly or not costly. Uh, the point is, are we obeying God? Whether it seems easy, quote unquote easy, or whether it seems difficult, are we obeying God in this season and in every season? Um, so again, this is you know advice to my younger self because this is something that I learned at a young age. I don't know if I fully really understood it, um, but it was helpful to me in in just making decisions in my life because, again, I didn't assume that the hardest path was always the right path, and I didn't assume that the easiest path was always the right path. It, it really came down to what is God asking of me in this season, and am, am I obeying it? And if I'm doing that, then that's enough, you know, and, you know, sometimes you might feel the burden of expectation from yourself or from others to be doing more or to be, you know, whatever, whatever, suffering more. I don't know who knows what kind of expectations, you know, you're putting on yourself or people are putting on you. But at the end of the day, um, I just want to encourage you again, that's not what matters. It's are you obeying what the Lord's asked of you and are you following his voice? And if you are, then I hope that that um, helps you to resist all the other kinds of opinions and pressures that others would put on you. And then, 
you know, the, the reverse is also true, you know, like for us, why do we need to have so many opinions about what other people are doing with their lives? Because how do we know what the Lord has asked of them in a given season, right? And so, you know, we might think that someone is doing too much or not enough or whatever, but at the end of the day, unless we know for sure what God has asked that person, how can we say whether they're being obedient or not, right? And so, Anyway, just lots of different thoughts around this principle. But again, at the end of the day, um, I want to leave you with this. To obey is better than sacrifice. And so my prayer for you is that you would, um, you know, by the grace of God, you know, to the best of your ability, um, be faithful to what he's given you. Be faithful to what he's asked of you in this season and in every season. And really not to do anything more or anything less than that. Um, and hopefully that is enough for you um, because you find um, comfort, you find security in knowing that you are walking in the will of God for your life. And so I hope that that helps you. Hope it blesses you. Um, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a rating and review, and we'd be especially honored if you would pass along the podcast or recommend it to a friend. Before we sign off, I just wanted to mention one of the most popular services we offer, which is coaching for individuals and couples. So on this podcast, we're able to share biblical truth, practical wisdom, but we're speaking on in very broad terms. That's just the nature of the medium, right? Uh, but what coaching allows us to do is to get into the specifics of your story or your situation and apply these principles in a more focused way. And while we can't promise that we'll always find a solution or resolution, many times we've found that it's helpful for people just to have someone to listen and process life with. Sometimes that's actually what we need the most. Um, so if that sounds appealing and you're still not quite sure, we even offer a free 30-minute session for new clients. That's a great way to try out coaching with no financial obligation. Um, you can find more information about coaching or our other services at our website, thejourneyhome.global. And finally, if you want to connect with us, you can email us. You can connect by social media. All of the links to our accounts are in the show notes below. We truly love hearing from you, and we promise we actually will read and respond to your emails or social media interactions. Um, so thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.